Hey, 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 it's B-Rad Celebrity Stylist, your host here on Hairstylist Podcast Radio. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe. Want to be a guest? Just message me. The show is for hairstylists that want to empower and change the world with their voice. We discuss triumphs, tragedy, stories of inspiration, how to earn six figures, how they got started, and more. Like, share, and subscribe today. Hey, I love your podcast. I just got a chance to tune in. I'm actually a celebrity hairstylist too. My name is Cherie Slate. I would love to be a guest on your show. Um, Please let me know how I need to get in touch with you so we can set this up. Thank you and look forward to hearing from you. Hi, Cherise. Thank you for tuning in to the Hairstylist Empowerment Podcast. It's B-Rad Celebrity Stylist giving a shout out to you, a fellow celebrity hairstylist. We'd love to have you on the show. I'm sending you a message right now as we speak, and we'll have you on the show soon. I'm sure our guest, our listening audience, would love to hear from you. So for those that are listening now, today is a very special show. We have Lisa Enos on. Lisa was so popular on our first podcast that I decided to have her back again. So if you're listening now, I'll put you into a Facebook Live that Lisa and I are doing already in progress. Okay, I had to do it on my There phone. you are. Okay. It wasn't working on so, my laptop, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can see you. I can hear you. Yay, we figured it out. <laughs> All the technology, because normally, yeah. <laughs> you just, yeah. um, you know, you just add it and the person adds in. Um, not sure what, what went wrong, but hey, it's great to see you. So for you those too. that miss Lisa, Lisa was on the Hairstylist Empowerment Podcast. So if you want to check it out, we'll put a link below so you can check it out. It's a wonderful interview. It's almost 45 minutes of great content that Lisa has for you, she also decided to do a Facebook Live with me today for people that want to join to know a little bit more. So what we're gonna do is jump in, we're gonna do a little bit of interview, and then maybe if we have some technical questions or things that people are looking for, uh, what to do, or as I say, if people aren't commenting, then what we'll do is just maybe give some pointers and some great tips um, that you can use for the easy up to. So the easy up to, so Lisa, I'd like to kind of introduce yourself, tell everybody watching kind of, you know, um, how the Easy to Updo started and just kind of a little bit about yourself. So right now you are a salon owner, correct? Yes. Yes, I have a, um, I have a booth rental yeah. salon in Perry, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Okay, so go just go on about So then else. with with that... Yeah, so it's your time to talk, your time to go okay. on. So if they kind of miss the podcast, maybe you fill in a little bit about your story, and then we'll kind of jump in uh, to some questions and things like that. Okay, cool. Well, I'm Lisa Enos. I've been a stylist for over 30 years. I'm uh, My husband's retired military, so I was a military wife, and uh, we moved all over the place. And I've owned three salons, and um, so I now live in Perry, Georgia. And I always, um, I loved upstyling. I wasn't ever afraid to do it. Um, I would do, I, I would always try something, you know, and then I, I always educate myself. So I take a lot of yes. education. I've had great 
educators. I've had uh, Martin Parsons as an educator, Nadine Donovan, um, uh, Lorna Evans from Australia. I do her online class. Um, so I always, oh, wow. I'm always looking for mm -hmm. something new, you know, and, or, and something that will inspire me. And then I can put a spin, my own spin on it. And I try to really, I call it the easy updo and people go, oh, it's not easy. But the reason I call <laughs> it the easy updo is because I try to break it down to make it easy. Because I think uh, I try mm -hmm. to give a GPS um, on oh, okay, how, yes. where to get started, um, where mm -hmm. to get started, where we going, how to finish. So um, that's where uh, my classes come in. And I just really break it down for you to make it a lot easier so that you are just not dumbfounded when you get ahead of hair. You actually have a plan in mind and you know where you're going with it. And I always say it's good to have at least, at least two updos that you really know how to do well and then add to mm -hmm. that. Um, but if you can always do at least two, then you won't be freaked out when somebody comes in and asks for an updo. But those couple that you know how to do, do them really well. Um, and then always just, mm -hmm. you know, keep getting education so you, ha you know how to do more. But, you know, then you know, oh, I, I know at least a couple that I can do, um, and I'm not going to be worried or scared of doing it. But, exactly, so that's and I think I that's a tough that. thing. Mm -hmm. the, the easy up to, yeah, but I, I'm sure that, like, come prom time, holiday time, you know, you can get pretty overwhelmed, you know, with, yes. with everything to do, what to do. Um, I see Silas is on. Hey, Silas. <laughs> he's watching Hi, so hey, it's, it's, it's <laughs> so so you know too. silas Liz. is great we love silas yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we got lots of lots of content and stuff like that so i guess yes. yeah maybe <laughs> but but it's kind of good just to to get over and kind of see um you know what what their different techniques are and what's maybe some components that you would say that you should learn like learn how to braid or learn how to work with pieces or is there certain foundational things that you need to that you think you should have like your core little toolkit um kind of things that you should know well definitely you should know how to build a foundation how to part the hair out so that you're separating so that you're not working all of it at the same time that you're actually you know, working, mm -hmm. I, I like to start in the back and then work my way to the front. And then, so if you do that and you, you learn how to pin, because I see people that do beautiful up style, but they don't know how to pin. You see pins all throughout the um, hairstyle uh -huh. and it just really takes away from the beauty of um, what they've done. So if you really have to learn how to pin too, and, um, exactly. yeah, so you, and learn how to prep hair. You know, learn mm -hmm. how, what products you need for what, what type of hair. And so uh, people have, what, another thing they have a problem with is flyaways. And I always get okay. that question, how do I, how do I get rid of flyaways? And I said, if you want a smooth texture, you mm -hmm. have to work smooth. So if you start out working smooth, that you've really done a directional blow dry, or you've really curled that hair nice, nice and pretty because bent hair, you know, curled mm -hmm. hair bends a lot prettier, Yes. then you'll have a lot, mm -hmm. a lot um, more of a smooth palette to work on. Um, so 
Yeah, so those are the main things that you really need to to work. And sometimes you can over product mm -hmm. the hair. Use you need a really good working spray. Okay. Um, don't work anything with too strong because if they don't like it, you have to brush it out. It's going to be a very it's a pain to do. Mm -hmm. But if you're working with a really dry spray that um, that combs out easily, that has a lot of it's really pliable. That's what you really want to work with. Mm -hmm. So those are the things that, you know, you really exactly. Need to... So what's the best? Mm -hmm. What would be the best type of hair? So if a client were to come in for a wedding updo or a graduation updo, how do you have the client come in? What's the best type of hair to have them prep before they come in? Well, I always ask like, them, would you have to... them have it pre shampooed, put any product in it. Uh, would you have them with clean, dry hair? Would you have them add a mousse? Would you have them, um, you know, obviously it's very difficult if you're washing the hair, I think, right before you do the updo. Yes. Hi, Christine. Um, so what I have them do is I have them shampoo their hair the day before and at least put one layer of product on it. If it's a mousse or a light gel or something, but just mm -hmm. one layer of it. Um, because if the hair is too clean, it's too soft and it doesn't fold as well. So okay. then I have to put a lot more product in to kind of dirty up the hair. So if at okay. least it has, but there is a, there is a, a just one um, issue with that is if you have somebody with really oily hair, and I had that one time with a girl. I told her to shampoo the day before, but when she came in, it was I had you know I had to put a ton of um, powder in the hair, dry shampoo to really try to work it out. So you know, oh, just to dry to up the oil. Oily yeah, you'll have to really you know ask that question. But I asked them to do it the day before. At least you know if they can give me two days, mm -hmm. that'd be awesome. Two days of hair being shampooed, that I love. If it's not heavy with product in it but um yeah the day before <laughs> one layer of product they come in and then i build on that one okay layer can can most uh, most clients handle the two days well if they're like me because i only shampoo like every five <laughs> but yeah if it just depends if they don't mm -hmm. if they're not product junkies if they don't have a lot of product in the hair I mean, even no. great. <laughs> and you for know? some people, the hair is always better the second day, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. That's usually when they love it, you know, um, that it mm -hmm. does great is the second yeah, day. Yeah, I, th I think it works better because then they'll have some of the natural oils already in there. And I guess they have, if they have excessive oil, they can use the powder or they can, you can you flat iron or yeah. use some type of heat tool in order to evaporate some of that oil as well? Yeah, that that's gonna help. It just depends on how much. Yeah, so they that have. makes it that makes um, it probably really have powder. Yeah, you just have to go by what um, what's going on with their hair, and that's what I can see when they come in. If what I would need to use, I like really light product. So I like an uplifting mm -hmm. foam um, or a mousse or something that's very light. That's not gonna weigh the hair down, especially if you have somebody with really fine hair. You know, you don't want to use anything with oil or silicone base because it really does start to just weigh the hair down. So, and I like to stay away from that kind of stuff. Sometimes it can get um, staticky too. So, 
A good tip for static is I keep dryer sheets and I just cut uh, little pieces of dryer sheets. And if I get a static, I just rub it through the hair. So wow. that's a good tip for static. <laughs> that's an amazing tip. Yeah, I never thought of doing that, adding the dryer. I guess too, because it's for anti-static. So it kind of works the same mm -hmm. way. And you kind of, you know, right. have a little light fragrance in the hair as well. <laughs> yeah. So a sort of thing, sort of thing too. So right but, but with the up to does it matter what type of pins i use well okay so if you're having problem with your pins twisting while you're pinning it's a cheap pin my uh, favorite my favorite pins that are very strong are metagrip from sally's beauty supply or mm -hmm. professional from cosmoprof those are the two. I don't have any problem with them twisting. I If you get cheap pins somewhere, dollar store, dollar jet, whatever, they're going to twist on you because they're just cheaply made. So if you're having a problem with that, you just need to get stronger, well-made pins. Mm -hmm. So do you find in order to hold the hair, you can just pin like with one pin or do you need to cross pin? Like one put one yeah, over cross the, the next? Cross gives you a strong foundation um, especially if you're going to anchor something in like if you're going to do a roll for a french twist you know I would really cross pin or I would cross pin if that pinning is going to be an anchor that I need to pin into later mm. so you definitely you know want to use it like that there's so many different ways that you can pin so you know you just got to learn how to do it yeah, you talk about you talk about pieces. So do you when you do an updo, do you add the pieces for volume, say in the back or they want some fullness like down in the nape area? So do you make your own or do you purchase them? Oh, so Instead if I'm going to add like a hair weft or Exactly. So it has yeah, some so type of foundation to to yeah. pin into. What's the best um, advice you can give for somebody who wants to add extra volume? Maybe the person doesn't have hair a lot of hair, but they also don't want to add extensions in. So then you're hiding a piece underneath to give it that illusion of having more, more volume. Yeah. So if you want to add, I always say you can add hair pieces if you want to add length and you want to add volume. Sometimes mm -hmm. you can get away with using um, either like a bun, like the, the donuts, if you want yes. just for volume, you can get away with that. Um, mm -hmm. but if you want to add length, you're going to add, have to add a hair piece and they're really easy. You can, I have a video on my, um, my, the easy updo and I had it, I did one where I added a hair weft and I showed you just how to pin it in and then use it for extra volume and length. So, yeah, and you can go to your, you know, you can go to your, I have a local wig store here that has tons mm -hmm. of hair from price ranges from really cheap to very expensive. So I try to keep a lot of mm -hmm. different colors and texture um, at my salon just in case I need it, you know, but you definitely want to charge for that because, you know, that's just mm -hmm. extra money out of your pocket. But you definitely, if somebody brings in a picture and they don't have the hair for it, then you you actually have to fill their hair with those hair pieces. So definitely you want to do that. Yeah, exactly. And I guess with those pieces too, you can add, you know, say they want to highlight, you can add some blonde into a braid or if they want a funky yep. color, say they have a wedding and everybody's in royal blue and they want like a little blue piece that you can kind of incorporate in. It's a great way that you don't have to go and color the hair. You can use the little clip in 
and then it's an extra, as I say, like an upsell as well. So right. how do you how how important do you find it is it, to retail accessories when you're doing the updos? Well, I mean, you just it makes you extra money, you know, so which mm -hmm. is really good. So I always have a variety of uh, all kinds of bling. Um, mm -hmm. I have a bling box that I make and then you know you can always say can you show me your dress and you can see what yes. their dress is like and then you say oh mm -hmm. this would be really pretty and you can just show it to them put it in their hair and once you do that mm -hmm. most likely they want it so um so it's just a good yes. added you know upsell in your um but I think it really do does enhance you know mm -hmm. the hairdo when you do that because I love bling in the hair so um, I just think mm -hmm. it makes it pop. Like it really does make it just pop. And so you know, just to have a little have a little bling box, you know. And then there's great bling you can find everywhere. You can make it yourself. I love the mm. button aisle at the fabric store. The button oh, okay. aisle, yeah. amazing. You can find beautiful mm -hmm. buttons, big, small, medium, mm -hmm. and then you just glue them to a hairpin. And you can you can accessorize that way, yes. um, and it's one of a kind too. It's something that you know nobody else yeah. is. And gonna... you can make it. Uh, yeah, obviously you can make it original. And if you know what color they're going to go with, you can add those. And as I say, probably a craft store, dollar store, any of those places, it's great. You can find different things. Grab a glue gun or some crazy glue and put the put it together. You have them all there, just sitting at the front. You can add them in. Charge per pin. And boom, yep. it's, it's, it's all done. As I say, one great thing that I've used before is you take fishing wire, you use spray glue, and then you put glitter on. And it's a great way to feed right through the hair, especially if you have a braid or you want some intricate kind of stuff in, but they don't want maybe a big piece, but they just want a little bit of glitter, a little bit of shine. Um, so everybody that's on now, if you want to say hi in the comments, if you have any questions for Lisa, Lisa is here with the easy updo. So if you have any kind of questions for Lisa, don't hesitate. We want to make sure that you can hear us, that you can see us, say hi. And then if the questions pop up, we can definitely answer them for you. So until then, we're just going to have a dialogue back and forth. We just want to make sure that, you know, everybody is finding the best ways. So we're going to go next to backcombing. Um, do you use a lot of backcombing when you do your updos? I don't, I don't really like to put a lot in the hair. Mm -hmm. um, if I can get away with it, I don't. I, I'd rather back brush than I would back comb. I think it's easier to pull out if you needed to. I like, if I want to really build um, texture in the hair, instead of back combing, what, I, what mm -hmm. I will do, and if you've seen some of my videos, I'll take a section of hair and then I'll push like twice to the base and I'll use my hot iron right ah. at the, like at the first inch or two I'll put my hot mm -hmm. flat iron right on that and then take it out when it cools I'll brush that back combing out and it gives me a lot of texture right at the base and I'd rather do that than back combing um mm -hmm. I think sometimes back combing just can look a little like messy um, and if I really want something a little bit more smooth, I'll do something like that. Or I'll use a textured iron mm. um, 
like the yeah, and that seems to be more popular now. The yes, textured yes. irons where people are using that just to create different, I guess, different levels and same, like say texture irons, so different textures in the hair. And I think that's a tough part. I say when people back comb the hair like crazy, right? And now they've got all this back combing. And like you said, it doesn't really go smooth or they don't know how to kind of cover it or it ends up separating things like that, or they end up using too much. Um, so one big thing too, is when you're using spray, what if somebody uses spray now it's too wet or it gets too sticky or they find it goes flaky? What's the best way to use hairspray and what's the best type to use? Okay, like so a, say my, like a firm spray over a working spray and when would no. you use one over the other? Right. So you always want to use a working spray, something very dry and something that does not flake or go white in the hair. Um, mm -hmm. One of my favorites is a quash finishing spray. I love the shine it gives. I love the mm -hmm. workability. It's very pliable. If I don't like something, I can brush it right out. Um, mm -hmm. Another one is there's a, a working spray by White Sands. Um, I love that one. Yeah, I love, I love that it one. too. Yeah. Yeah, that one is really great. Um, so you want to work. I only, only use a working spray. Now, mm -hmm. I might use um, some kind of thermal active. Like, there is White Sands has a um, the um, liquid texture, exactly. which I love. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that, too, because it, it will comb right out, too. It's a little wet. You have to let it dry a little bit when you mm -hmm. spray it in. It does start to be a little wet. But it'll dry out. It never flakes. It doesn't get white. Um, and it's, it has a lot of workability. Now, you don't want to use something very strong until you love the upstyle. Okay. Your client loves the upstyle, and then you can use some kind of freezing or really strong spray mm -hmm. at the end. But you got to make sure that everything is where it wants to be, and you don't want to touch it. So um, I have a quick story for you. I was working in oh, a sure. salon. I was working mm -hmm. in a salon. It was prom time. I was living in Michigan. But um, I had a coworker who was uh, doing a prom do on a girl, and she was using Paul Mitchell freeze oh, spray. Oh, oh, so, right from the get-go, like right from the beginning? Yes, she was right using from a freezing the beginning, spray? using it for everything. Um, so the girl didn't like her hair. They could mm -hmm. not brush it out. It was frozen. So they <gasps> had to go and no. shampoo the whole hair. So imagine how much longer that took having to go and actually shampoo all of that out and start over again. Mm -hmm. um, so you don't, you don't want to use something like that until the very end, you know? Yes. So you can use a freezing spray at the very end of the style, mm -hmm. but you want to use a working spray while you're working. Yes, yes, exactly. So we're going to stop for a moment. I see more people coming on. So we'll give uh, some shout-outs to Denise and another Hi, Denise, Denise and Christine. Denise and <laughs> Yeah, so it's wonderful that you guys are joining. So it's nice that you're saying, you know, hello, hi, hi. So the thing is, if you have any questions for Lisa that you would like to know, any concerns about updos, anything you want to know, best products to use, what to do, how to price, how to do things, um, you can just pop them in the comments. Um, yep say so hey yep so I we're wave at you there so it's great that you guys are joining this is fully interactive it's not just me and lisa talking although it is a dialogue but we like you guys involved as well so if you do have questions you know michelle says hi lisa 
Hi, Michelle. Yeah. Michelle's my across-the-street neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we like when people join and, and say this is something we may be doing ongoing. So there's always, I think, you know, you, you want – because Lisa herself, she's with Guru Village. She also has the easy up to. Plus, you also have a, a page as well. So what's your page, Lisa, where people can go and check out the, the work? My educational page is the yeah. easy updo on Facebook. Um, also, there is a closed group to share your work and other stylists share classes and um, technique, and it's called the Upstyle Showcase. And you have to go and you have to ask to join that one. Um, I'm also with Guru Village. It's a um, it is a training um, company that we. We are non-branded, so we don't work with okay. any kind of brands. We just do factual, um, we do color education, business education, um, upstyling, cutting. We do everything there, but mm -hmm. it's non-branded. So we bring to you, we're not selling you anything but education. And it's a great, great company. You can go to guruvillage.net. Um, Dennis Gephardt, um, he's the owner. Mm -hmm. He started it. He's a genius. And um, the whole company is wonderful. <laughs> I, I just really love yeah. being a part of such just creative people. And, um, you know, we're not trying to, and that's what I'm saying, we're not trying to sell anybody anything except for education. No. So, um, so exactly, you know, and that's what it, and that's what it's all about. Hairstylists yeah. helping hairstylists. We want everybody to learn. Um, Denise Clapper has a question. So back going back to the bobby pins. She says, "Where can I find the small bobby pins?" So I, I think she means like the little. You yeah, mean the, the tiny, little big, little ones? Yeah, Denise, the, the tiny tiny one. Um, Denise, you can find them at Cosmoprof. It's the company called Professional, and they have the small, medium, and large pins there. It's really great. So, yep, the mini. You can yeah, find exactly them there. the mini. Yeah, the mini. I've also found really good ones too at Sally's. So if you can't yeah. find them there, I've also the found the mini, yeah. the mini ones. The, you want the Meta Grip from Sally's. Those are the the strong pins, and they won't twist on you while you're pinning. No, and that's I think that's the worst thing when you have somebody with like heavy, heavy hair, and then you get these weak pins. You thought I've got a great deal; I can get a whole bin for a dollar, right. and it's like, and then they all start sliding out and popping out of the hair, and you're like. I just have it set. Now they're all moving. So what's yeah. the best way that you find to anchor them in that they're not flying out of the hair and the best way to hide your pin? Well, the one thing, if your pins are sliding out is because you're, you're putting too much hair in that pin. Mm -hmm. um, you have to look at the eye at the, of the pin at the end. That's, amount, that's the amount of hair that pin is meant to hold. So mm -hmm. if you're putting more hair in that pin, yeah. than supposed to be there, then what happens is that pin is stuck like this, and then eventually it just slides out. So you've got way too much um, hair in the pin. Okay. Now, to, re to really anchor your pin, you got to learn how to sew your pin in. And then, so that, that way, it's like a sewing needle. So if mm -hmm. you'll go and grab a little at the base, and then whatever you're pinning, and you're just going up and down through the base and whatever you're pinning, and it becomes like a sew stitch. So you're just not sliding in. You're actually mm -hmm. stitching that pin, um, and it really helps hold the base. Exactly. Now, so, so Denise is commenting, oh, really? Thanks. And then she also says years ago, the brand was Flamingo Pins. 
So I'm not sure oh, if you're familiar I'm with those. I'm not familiar with that brand. No. So we learned something too, Denise. Yeah. <laughs> so it's that as well. So going to the mini pins, where would you use the mini pins over a regular bobby pin? Okay, so this is the guideline. And uh, this is my guideline. I'm not going to say it's for everybody. But no. my guideline is you use small pins for small pieces. You use medium pins for medium pieces. Mm -hmm. You use large pins for large pieces. Okay. You use hair pins to either hold something temporarily or you use it like a tack. Like it's going to just, it's not going to really hold, but it's going to tack a piece in. So if I'm doing a braid and I need to tack, a piece mm -hmm. of that braid in I'll go underneath with my hairpin and sew it in and it just it's like a tack it holds it there for me but it's not going to be a major hold like a regular pin but yeah, um, that's the guideline for what when to use what pin is mm -hmm. small medium and, large, guess, and that's what you want to use exactly and I guess the the basically so if you have a hairpin it's the thinner ones that are metal as opposed to a bobby pin which is a thicker pin Right. And I know a lot of people now with their updos, they're now taking braids, they're deconstructing them. Right. They're doing a lot of the thing where they take the hair, they spray it, they fan it out. So I guess the hair pins as opposed to a bobby pin is yeah, really good for putting that in to kind of hold that shape until it, it gets more solid and you kind of mold it, mold it in. Yeah. Well. Or, you know, you or in the blade, you might have a flap of one of those loops that's kind of sticking. Mm -hmm. So you can take a hair pin, go underneath that flap. Grab a little of the ah. face and then a little of that flap and it'll just tack it in there so it'll lay nice and flat for you. So oh, perfect. and the thing the thing is too with pins, if you notice mm -hmm. that when you take a pin, and let me see if I have one here. Mm -hmm. I probably do. Okay. So if I take a pin mm -hmm. right here and I'll put it up here. And you see how there's a short foot and a long foot? Yes. And usually the pin will have a ridge on the short foot. Now mm -hmm. that that ridge is there for a reason. That ridge, want, you want to pin that ridge to the base. So that's to the scalp, because that ridge is going to help that hold that hair. Okay, now yeah. on the long pins, they don't have a ridge. It doesn't matter, mm -hmm. but you, you really should get used to just folding that pin, that ridge to the base, because that's going to give you more grip in your hold, okay? So when you when you say, how do you hide pins? This is how I do it. I slide the pin in, with the, the foot up. So I'm going to slide uh, it into the hair. Okay. And then once I slide it in, I I'll grab turn. that base. I turn it so that my ridge is right on that base. And then I, I weave into that scalp. But that ridge is there for a reason. Mm -hmm. So and you, um, and you find doing that technique, you don't get a bump or anything like that? Or is that if you take too much hair into the pin? No, yeah, you don't want to take too much hair into a pin because this is what happens. Like if I go in here and I don't mm -hmm. open my pins, the only time oh, okay. I open my pin is if I'm going to use it as a barrel, like I'm going to do see. a barrel curl, mm -hmm. or I'm tucking a tail. So at the end okay. of my curl, I'm just going to slide that on the end of my mm -hmm. tail and I'm going to tuck that in. Now, the reason I don't open my pins is because this is what happens is you'll get too much hair in there. And that's what happens. So yeah. your pin will eventually just slide out. Because see this little eye right here? Mm -hmm. That's as much hair as I should be putting in that pin. Okay. It shouldn't be, it yeah. shouldn't be more than what's in that eye. So if it's mm -hmm. more than that, that's what's going to happen. It's just going to pop out. Um, so if you just learn how to pin, um, if you go in with the foot up and you go in, it disappears into the hair. 
because mm. when you once you slide it in, then you flip it forward with that ridge to the base, and then you want to um, weave that in. Mm -hmm. And with that ridge to the base, that'll help really hold. Yeah, I think you really um, hit on some things that a lot of people tend to make a mistake. Number one, they take too much hair. Number two, they insert the bobby pin incorrectly because yep. most people slide in the end that's smooth, the longer end, they always put that end in and leave yep. the wavy one with the little hook on the top, you know, and yep. rather than anchoring, anchoring it underneath. So you put it in with the flat side first, turn it and then lock it, lock it in that way as well. And also right. too, yeah, there's something learn, new that I've learned. So the, the eye that's at the end of that bobby pin, that's as much hair as you t should take, which yep. is understandable because any more, it's going to start to stretch that yeah. pin and those bin well obviously the pin is going to kind of lose its ability to, to secure the hair you know as much and how do you turn exactly. how do you normally determine how many pins to put in like a certain area <laughs> okay so until it holds you know okay. like i i will hold yeah. something with my hand i will pin it i won't let go until i know it's secure so it doesn't really matter like how many mm -hmm. pins, you know, sometimes I'll get comments like people go, oh, you use too many pins. I'm like, you use as many pins as you need to, but each pin needs to um, have a purpose. You're not pinning just, you know, and then you're praying to the hair God saying, please let that hold all night. <laughs> please let it hold. If I spray yeah. it with enough right? firm hold hairspray, it. it's going to, yeah, that liquid right. cement. <laughs> and their hair right. is rock hard and it doesn't and then if it starts especially if they're doing a wedding they're perspiring it's hot the hair is starting to drop a little bit but it's got so much spray in it but what's the most common like now what do you find the most common trends are in the hair that you do like do you do a lot of pulling out of the like you take a regular braid and then you kind of pull it out what's the easiest way to do that without destroying the braid or pulling the hair out like out of it so it comes apart so um well depending on what braid you're doing um but you don't want mm -hmm. a lot of product in the hair a lot of sticky product because then, then it's hard to really pancake out the loops mm -hmm. that's in that product so i don't use a lot when i'm braiding i don't do a lot of um spray mm -hmm. on that because i really want it to to slide easily and what you want to do is you want to take like a third of that loop on the outer edge and you're just pinching okay. and pulling okay you're okay. not taking that whole loop and mm -hmm. spreading it out you're just taking about a third of it and then you're just pinching and pulling it out i like deconstruction so would you... because i think they look a lot more interesting exactly exactly so would you suggest they start close to the 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 part closest to the head start in the middle or do you start pulling from the bottom where would you um, suggest that you start taking the hair from right so let's say i braid it down but um some i will pull as i go i see um mm -hmm. so that i i don't i don't have i don't need a lot of slack because i'm pulling mm -hmm. as i'm going but if you've yes. braided down um you don't have to braid all the way down to the end of the um tail so you want to leave about a three, four inch tail because mm -hmm. as you're pancaking out, that gets really You're going to lose, yeah, part of that but, tail yeah, at the bottom. The so you always want to start, if you don't do it as you go, you want to start from the mm -hmm. bottom and then work mm -hmm. your way up because then uh -huh. you need that slack to come all mm -hmm. the way up. But it's easier if you'll just pancake as you go. So if okay. you do um, three or four crossovers and then you'll pancake out 
and then three or four crossovers and then pancake out. It's much easier to do it that way. And I think it's a lot cleaner too. Mm -hmm. The look is a lot cleaner and you don't get a lot of um, messy or flyaway braiding. No, and I'm and sure. Don't and don't break too sure. tight. You know, no, that's exactly. Don't break too tight. Because you want to pancake that out. And if you get loose at the base, you can go mm -hmm. in and pin that base because you're pancaking yes. out at a layover. But don't, I have people that in my classes, they, they braid so tight. And I'm like, no, this isn't a cornrow. This is, but I think that's also, fun. yeah, I think it's also one thing that when we're in school, they train you to braid, to braid really tightly right just to yeah. make sure that everything's in like literally yes. when i braided in school that hair was so tight you couldn't right. like if you tried to lift it with a comb it was like stuck stuck to the head so but when you're doing the braid what's the best product and how much product should be in that braid i like i said i don't use a lot of product when i'm braiding um mm -hmm. i i like it clean so if i'm gonna braid it i really like it clean because I don't, I don't like just regular braids. I just think they're mm -hmm. boring. You know, if you yes. just see a, a regular braid and it's put in a, into a bun, I just think that's kind of boring. But that's just me. I like it if you just make it look complicated. And you can mm -hmm. make that look complicated by just deconstructing it. Even yeah. a three-strand braid, really pulling it apart and making it look like lace yeah. on top of the head. So just something simple like that, like three, you know, three strands, mm -hmm. you can make it look really complicated. Yeah. And you want that hair to, to pe so people go, wow, how did you do that? Mm -hmm. You know? And, and so, okay, so I got to go get my charger. Hold on. Cause I'm running out. Of time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna be we won't be on for too much longer, about 10 minutes. So okay. if anybody has questions or, or, uh, Oh, a traveling stylist. Okay. I'm a traveling stylist. <laughs> I don't want to yeah. just like. No. Run so out of is, uh, yeah. So if anybody has any more comments, questions, things like that, if you want to know more from Lisa, you know, if you have hair stuff, if you want to know, you know, just stylist questions, anything that you have for either her or me, just pop them on there. Um, this is your time. We're here to help you grow to be a better stylist. And this is a, this is a time to ask. Um, you know, now, so we like it fully interactive. If you can be, we're here to help everyone. Um, me, I am a, I am a licensed stylist. I do work, have my own salon, and I also travel all across Canada educa educating. I'm based in Toronto, Canada, and, and Lisa's in the U.S., but we're both educators and we really love education, and that's really what we're all about, and that's why Lisa and I are bringing you this Facebook Live tonight to help you because we know that you know summertime comes there's a lot of weddings happening there's a lot of issues happening and a lot of times you don't know what should i use what's the best pin to use what's the best product to use you know the best foundational stuff i know with the braiding that's what i've done here because underneath it's so boring just to kind of do it but i've done the braids and then you deconstruct them all around you have them loaded underneath and the client she sent me pictures from her wedding she's like this is a style i absolutely love it but so simple and so easy but looks very intricate yeah it looks right? intricate and that's complicated. Big, and that's the big thing yeah of yeah. course you know and, and a stylist we want to make it you know as simplistic as we can we want to make it say um work harder not smarter right yes and the more you can do and as i say with less product you're probably finding that if they want to change it, you don't have all this heavy duty spray in there that you need to change now the, you know, um, 
the style if, if something right. isn't quite right or things like that how do you, how what's your stand on like doing a trial before the actual event definitely if it's a bride for sure mm -hmm. um you know because it, it's so stressful uh on that day and you want to make sure that you guys are on the same page you're going to save a lot of time and stress mm -hmm. if you've done the trial and you know exactly the look that she wants so my brides yes i i, I recommend a trial I have them come in. We do three looks, two that they like, and then one yes. that I want to show them that I think would be really great yes. on them. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. um, you just turned sideways, Brad. I did. Yeah, I was seeing oh, if we go. could match our. I was seeing <laughs> if I could. I could. We could match our screens because right, if you kind of right. have it on the same, then we'll be side by side as opposed to me having the larger right. picture and you having the smaller one. But as long as we can kind of see each other and everybody can hear us, yeah. you know what I mean? But we'll probably wrap up in about five minutes. So if anybody has any comments, questions, if there's any more things that you guys would like to know, you know, just stop in and say, you know, saying hi. I want to thank the people that have been already with us thus far and say, I hope you're getting a lot of great tips. And if you are, just comment. Um, Denise commented as well. I I had an easy one on the mother of the bride. Very simple, but looks excellent. So that's exact elegant. But I guess that's what it is. You know, what I mean, you try to make it look like it's more, like you say, more complicated. Yeah. Right. But you're actually, you know, the the work itself is say. And what do you say? The best way to do it is kind of deconstructing braids. Is that a, a great technique to kind of use in your yes. opinion to kind of make it look like a wow factor for them? Yes. And I use a lot of ponytails, topsy tails mm -hmm. for bases because oh, that okay. will really hold my style. I know is going to hold mm -hmm. um, if I have a base that's set up like that. Um, so yes, you de you definitely, this is the thing is you need to practice. Mm. You have to practice. You can't look at something one time and then, you know, just think you got it. You, you have to practice a lot when I'm trying something yes. new. I, you know what? I'll do it 10, 15 times before I really mm -hmm. like, and I'm really confident that, okay, I'm really confident with that look. Yes. Um, but, I, but I practice all the time. I have a room full of dolls and I practice on different texture. So I have some really heavy hair dolls. I have some medium hair dolls. I have some fine hair dolls, but not just practice on dolls. So this is what you have to do because you know, to me, to do a doll is a lot easier than a person. Oh, so of course. You need, yeah. you need to find models. Mm -hmm. I, I get hair models and I say, will you be a hair model for me? And I practice on girls with all different lengths, all different textures, because that's really going to be a challenge if you're, if you don't work on real people. So mm -hmm. yes, you know, work on a mannequin, but then get somebody that you will just, you want to play with their hair. So, you know, on my days off on a Monday, I'll have a girl come in and I'll just work on mm -hmm. her and I'll do something I want to do. And this is what usually what I have to tell the model. <laughs> I go, this is what I want to do, not what you like, mm -hmm. you know? Exactly. Well, if they're there to model style. for you, but I, but I think as a stylist, I mean, we're bore, our brains are wired to be more creative. And I think if it's too stifled and it's like, it has to be like this and like this and like this, because I think as you're working and you're building the hair, new things come out. Or if you're trying different things, new things come out. But if somebody were to have a mannequin, if they don't have a live model, 
is there a better type of mannequin to look for? Is it okay? Um, well, obviously human hair, but what if they use a synthetic or a mixed kind of hair? Is there really a different working with that as opposed to natural hair? Yes. Let me just say, yes, Martine, practice, practice, practice. That's the yes. key. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, you want to have, you really want to work on human hair because you want to be mm -hmm. able to put a lot of heat on it. Now, exactly. synthetic hair is good if you just want to practice braiding, but mm -hmm. don't put any kind of heat on it or you'll just like it'll, melt. It'll melt, melt right hair. off. You'll be the next YouTube video. Exactly. You can do a blend, you know, you, you can do yeah. a blend with synthetic and human, mm -hmm. but you just have to really still be careful with the heat. But mm -hmm. I like human haired um, mannequins. Um, one of my favorite dolls is by Hair Art. And oh, okay. um, she's a great mannequin because mm -hmm. I like the ones with shoulders. Yes. Because um, they, they're really pretty to photograph. So it, and it's but, more, it's more, because I guess those ones are more the competition. It's the competition. Type. Yeah, the yeah. competition mannequins. Yeah. yeah. They're expensive, but they're really mm -hmm. worth the money if, you know, just to practice. Um, mm -hmm. And especially with, and do, and, you know, but do, um, do dolls that have different lengths. So you know okay. how to do some short hair. And, and I think that's I think that's a big thing now because you probably yeah. have clients that come in that have your length hair and say yeah. I want to put that up. So how somebody with like a bob, how would you put a bob up? Like like say we're gonna go with your length, and we and so and you said you're coming to me. I want my hair put up. I have an event to go to. So how would I kind of do the consultation, and then how would I go about putting your hair up, or or do I do like a mock style? There's different ways you can do. So you can really curl the hair tight and then mm -hmm. base pin the curl up. That means okay. you're crisscrossing and pinning those curls that look like they're cascading over, but it looks like the hair is an updo, mm -hmm. you know? Or you can do like a reverse topsy tail where you're putting that hair ah. that's going up. Yes. And so it's, it's a way to put the hair up too. Or you can mm -hmm. do a cute braid, you know? Um, but really curling the hair and then being able to pin it in in kind of an up style makes it look like it's mm -hmm. it's longer and, and could be up so there's different there's different techniques that you can mm -hmm. do if it's got a shoulder length bob you can actually do a topsy tail in the back yeah, to make exactly. it look like a low bun which is mm -hmm. not a bun but it actually will look like it is a bun um, exactly yeah i'm just gonna stop you i just want to get some of the comments are coming in yeah, it's yeah. The key. so martin says it's the key denise is like did you all see sharon blaine uh, what Sharon Blaine did for KMS. I'm not sure if you saw uh, that. I, I don't think I see. I, yeah. I don't think I did. And then Martin Reddy. I love her. Yeah, I love my dolls because they don't complain. Exactly. <laughs> Which is perfect. Yeah, it's not like having a client. But it's a great way to just go crazy if you have some time. Like I've been doing hair. I've been working a salon since I was 14. I still have mannequins. Because yep. I educate. And like, like Lisa, we both educate. We still have mannequins. You, you can never stop learning. You can never stop growing. Martin said he's sharing it, which is awesome because there is a lot of great content. And really, that's where we come together. We kind of share ideas. We share stuff. And as I say, sorry to interrupt you. I didn't want to miss all these comments coming in. I just wanted to make sure that we got everybody. We say hi to everybody. Welcome. So we're going to go. So Lisa is going to continue with her length hair. So she has a bob. She's going to put it up. And then what are our next steps? Um, well, I wanted to say something about Martin. He's a great educator yeah. too, and he'd be great 
as an interview, Brad. So ah, okay. So hit Brad. me up, Martin, or we'll friend each other. Um, yes, I do the hairstylist yes. empowerment or the the hairstylist empowerment podcast. So if you listen to two weeks ago, um, uh, our own Lisa Enos was on it. Great interview. So if you want to catch that, we'll put some links in the bottom so everybody can. Um, you know, can listen to that. So it's great to meet different people all around the world, share our knowledge, share our talent, you know, just kind of find each other. Martin, so I practice all the time, no matter how long I've been doing hair, um, and for a long time. So, and that's exactly it. And great educators know if you're educating others, you have to still educate yourself. Same exactly. if you're a coach, same if you're a mentor, even mentors have mentors. Because we exactly. still need to grow. We still need to, because if, you know, we can only come up with so much stuff on our own, like saying, did you see like Sharon Blaine or did you see Martin Parsons or did you see someone else? You can say, hey, that's really cool. Let me take that and kind of wheel it to my own sort of way, how it kind of can work for, for me and the work that I do. Because I think we all as stylists, like Martin, myself, Lisa, Denise, anybody who's on here, you can really see how you do your own stuff. But yes. I, think, I think for a lot of people too, updos is one of the hardest things to do. Like because when they see an updo come in, they want to run to the back of the salon. Yes. <laughs> I'm off that stressful. day. <laughs> exactly. You know, even even exactly. I still get stressed, but not from my client. It's usually the mothers mm -hmm. of my clients. Uh, and then... Well, that's the, so you can still get stressed, you know, about it, mm -hmm. but you know, just, just have confidence in what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, you, that's the key to success is you have to practice and you have to practice your craft. You just can't say, Oh, I know that I know mm -hmm. how to do that. You know, yeah. I still practice cutting. I love another, uh, love of mine is hair cutting. I love it. I take all kinds of classes because I, I really want to be really good. I want to be a great mm -hmm. hair cutter. And so, yeah, I still take dolls out and I, and I, I yeah. learn, I learn how to cut something and how it's going to fall. So, yes. you know, you still, and I've been doing it for 32 years mm -hmm. now, like 32 years, but I still, you know, um, yeah, I, still I, I think down. you've done like Kim, Kim's uh, course. I have. And you've done some other yeah. ones, which Head Shape Matters, which yeah. Kim is an amazing, um, an amazing educator as well. I've done a, a previous interview with her, but basically she went not to get off topic, but from losing everything to gaining everything, getting right. her patent. Um, you know, it's, it's amazing what we go through. And as stylists, I think a lot of people don't know. And like you said, the pressure and being confident and just going in and just saying, I'm going to do so. So, and that's the thing, like you said, sometimes it's the mother-in-law, sometimes it's somebody else with grad time. Sometimes it's like they get their hair done and they bring six of their friends in around. Yes. So how do you kind of deal with when you have a lot of people coming in at once or what do you have when you have a difficult client? So what do you do personally yourself? The, well, you always try to just stay professional, mm -hmm. but you know, to me, when you start getting a lot of that, you have to be firm right away um, mm -hmm. because they'll get you off track and uh -huh. it, it will it will make things worse. So if you're just really firm and, and you you're just like, you know what, you ca you came to me for a reason. Mm -hmm. I'm very good at what I do. Let me do it. 
you know, but you still try, you still yeah. have to. In a know, nice, in a nice, pleasant, yeah, nice pleasant way. way. Because us as stylists, and if you have a lineup and it's a busy, busy day, yes. the last thing you have is the time to do it three or four times. Exactly. You know, because especially if they're very indecisive, and I guess that's why it's very important when you do your consultation to see what, not only what they like, but what they don't like. Yes. Because you don't want to say, oh, I'm going to put a braid here. And they're like, well, I don't. I want to have bangs or a fringe down. So you're not going to braid all this across, you know, and just, I guess, to know what, where they're coming from, especially because, too, you'll get some clients that have never been to you before, but you happen to have an opening, so they're coming in, right? Yes. And you've never done their hair. You don't know anything about them. You don't know their style. So I guess that's very important within the consultation of, of how to do it because we think we only need to do consultation for colors chemical service but i think it's very important as well even to do the updo you still need to find out where they're at what their expect what their expectations are and if you can yes, meet them because, as stylist. yes because you have to ask them do you feel comfortable with your hair up do you feel comfortable mm -hmm. with volume because some people don't like volume so or they don't no. like it all the way up so you got to know, okay, mm -hmm. you want your hair, maybe you want a half up, half down, maybe just swept to the side. So there's a lot of things you have to ask, and I actually do it visually. So when I ask exactly. them, that, I take their hair and I put it up. I said, how do you feel with your hair up? And they'll say, I don't like it. Mm -hmm. Okay, then we know we're not going to go that direction. Yeah. How do you feel like with your hair so, down, halfway, mm -hmm. you know? And we, and we actually exactly. show them. We pull it up in like that so they get a visual of it. But yeah, mm -hmm. consultation is key. You have to ask all those questions um, because you just don't want to waste time. If you don't mm -hmm. know the direction that they want to go, you're just going to waste time. If you do something, they don't like it. You have to take it down. So you've got to ask a lot of questions, mm -hmm. you know. And I, and I guess the thing, too, is beyond consultation then is do you have quick tips for certain face shapes? Like if it's round, heart shape, square jawline. You know, I mean, if, and what if they brought you a picture and you knew that that style would not suit them? So, yeah, you always have to take like they'll bring in pictures. You always have to say that's a great inspiration picture. We could mm -hmm. do something similar. But, you know, okay. you've got to know that they don't ha they don't have that hair. They might ha have that length. And then I mm -hmm. always suggest and I say and then I talk about face shape. Because if I have a little short round face girl and she brings me a picture with something that has a center part, mm -hmm. I show her why that's probably not a great look on her because mm -hmm. it's just going to widen her face and make her look shorter yes. and it's going to make her look wide. So you tell them that they're really impressed because a lot of people mm -hmm. don't talk to them about their face shape. You should no. do that in color. You should do that in cutting. You should do that in a lot of things. Mm -hmm. But you can tell them... Um, I think if we just slightly off center that part, mm -hmm. you know, so that it's not center, but slightly off center it, it'll, it'll, you know, make lengthen your mm -hmm. face. And like, so you don't want to do anything wide uh, when a really round face, same thing. If I have a mm -hmm. really long, narrow face, I don't want to pile that hair high mm -hmm. up on top of that head because that's just going to exaggerate the length um, and narrowness of the face. So you want to mm -hmm. maybe do something a little bit wider or take a center part to widen that face a little bit. So mm -hmm. there are different things that you can do, but mm -hmm. definitely pay attention to face shape. And Denise said, yeah, sometimes they don't want their ears to show. That's a good one. No. Like know if they're comfortable with having their ears shown or they want it covered. Mm -hmm. So a lot of uh, different questions that you really need to ask because it will yeah. make your time together 
much faster and yeah. your client will be a lot happier because you've, and sometimes they don't tell you, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I think the worst thing is they come in, they don't say anything to you. They no. don't like their hair and they've taken it out when they go home, you know? And exactly. Just, and you, and you don't really you want know? that to happen. No. But I think is if we go to the next step, so you've done face shape, the jawline and next, I guess is if they have a long neck, a short neck. And then your next question after that is more fashion. What type of, neckline do you have is it a heart-shaped neck is it way up to here is it victorian so how does that kind of play when you do an updo choice so say they have like spaghetti straps or they have a square or they have a heart or they have like you know it's up to here yeah <laughs> they have a victorian uh, neck well you know yeah you can take that into consideration um, to like, and in, and in the back, if they really want to highlight the back of their dress, there are mm -hmm. keys that you could do like that. But I think it's going to be more, more is going to be how comfortable they are with the styling. And, mm -hmm. and if you style according to their face shape, they'll be a lot more comfortable. So I'm mm -hmm. more geared to toward that than I am the dress, yes. unless they really want to show off some part of their dress. So, mm -hmm. or if they're not really comfortable and they're wearing strapless and they're not that comfortable, then I like to do something that's long that they okay. can kind of like hang on, on their shoulder, you know? So I like to do like a side swept look that mm -hmm. cascades over the shoulder. So there's different things like yeah. that, that you can and, take. In and I guess with that too, you could even do a deconstructed braid if they had enough or add some yeah. pieces into that. Maybe they don't have quite enough hair, but it's all open, but you could add some pieces into that to give it more volume oh, or just to kind of expand or, or, you know, increase their length as, as well. Exactly. Yes. Uh, Martine, see, he does face shape with uh, cutting and ha hair color. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know what? You really want to do that because a lot of stylists don't talk to their uh, client about their face shape. I'll, I'll no. tell people things and they'll go, wow, Nobody ever told me I have a square face. Mm -hmm. Nobody ever told me I had an oval face. Nobody's ever said anything about, you know, me having a round or heart-shaped yeah. face. So it makes you, they start to really get confidence in you, like you know what you're talking yeah. about when you're talking about just different things that you can, you know, accentuate and feature yeah. and things that you want to maybe not um, draw too much attention to. Like even, okay, mm -hmm. if I have, you know, a neck that I don't really yes. uh, like. I don't want to draw mm -hmm. and put my length right there and point so, no. so everybody just looks at that area. You know, so there are different things that you can do in in the length um, mm -hmm. just to either hide or accentuate um, features, you know. So a lot of things that you just have to really talk to people. Mm -hmm. um, you know, ask them, what have they liked before? You know, mm -hmm. have they ever liked their hair or, yes. you know, things that they've had? What don't you like? I mean, ask those questions, you know, so they really think you're on the same page. Um, exactly. I, I think you can also do that with features, too, as yeah. well, because if they don't like their forehead, you know that you need to put something down here or they're like, I can't stand hair in my face. You're not going to give them something that comes come like a side swept thing that it's covering half their eye, <laughs> exactly. you know, obviously and same with the neck. You're not going to exactly. pull all this hair up and they have a really long neck or as I say, like you said, if they have a short neck and you're putting all it here, it's going to like, like it's all bunched up. If they have a round face and you're giving them pr princess Leia buns on the side, 
right. <laughs> you know, but I think a lot of stylists, they don't ask any of those questions. So the person comes in, they say, here's my picture. This is what I like. And then you right. say, oh, yeah, no problem. You do it. And then you just pray that it turns out. You <laughs> know like what, you too? Said, if they don't. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. You know what, too, is when you're looking at a picture, I ask them, what do you like about this picture? Mm -hmm. Sometimes they just like one piece of that picture. You exactly. Know? And so you have mm -hmm. to ask them, what do you really like about this picture? Um, maybe she just likes the braid part, but she doesn't mm -hmm. like anything else. And so, um, and the things with pictures and why I say that's a good inspiration picture, mm -hmm. usually a picture only shows one side. No of the hairdo. So you don't know what it looks like in the back. You don't know what it looks like on the other side. No. You know, so in my class, I try to teach the things that you can do mm -hmm. to either you want to mimic the other side or you want it to be different. Yeah. Um, and, and the things that you can do in the back to mm -hmm. build that because you have to make it up. You have to, you have to make it up because you can't see it, you know? So I really ask them, what do you like about that picture? You know, because maybe we maybe you just like this. Okay, mm -hmm. if you just like that part, then we can do something different with all this other uh, hair. Yeah. So you you know things to ask. Hey Stella. Yeah, and I, I think I think it's exactly too because even though we're talking about the easy updo, everything we're talking about I think applies to all areas, right? It, it applies to color. It yep. applies to cutting. It, it, it yep. applies to styling. It applies to. You know what I mean? All that kind of stuff that people, and I think that's one thing that's a lost art is really the consultation that people yes. don't do. Everybody's in such a hurry to get it done. I mean, if you watch Lisa on Mondays, there's always something and there's lots of great previous videos. I've learned so much from Lisa already and I've been doing hair for years, but I'm still learning. And that's why it's great to watch other people. I don't post a lot of my work. My specialty is modern vintage. That's what I do. But and every once in a while, you'll kind of see my work. But and I think we, we had a talk about this, I think, on the interview, the podcast. And we talked a little bit, I think, about or, or just because when Lisa and I talk, we talk. <laughs> we can talk, yeah, we, we talk we for can like talk hours and, and the time already flies. You can already tell, right? We're, right, right? we're like already over time. But if people are interested in, and stuff like that, but a lot of it, too, people are scared to do the work or they're scared to show their stuff. You know what I mean? Because of bullying, things like that as well. But as I say, it's about being confident, taking control, setting your boundaries and do it in a polite, do it in a polite way. You know what yeah. I mean? You're the artist. They're coming to you, the professional. I'm not going to go to a mechanic to get my hair cut, right? right. I'm not going to go to a hairstylist to fix my car, right? Exactly. This is what we train. This is what we pay thousands of dollars to do. And we want to empower ourselves, but we also empower them because we also, I don't say have control, but we're very much in charge of their image. And you know that with people, even if it looks amazing mentally, if they don't feel that, and I think that's another component that we have to have a stylist as well. And going through this consultation, yeah. you can really see what is it, are this, is this a bold person? Is this a person that's very shy and timid and they don't, they want to hide behind their hair or they're like, I'm just like slick it all back. I want to be European and, and they want right, to lotion on right. the back, you know, and they're, they're good, they're good to go. So what's been your in, encounter or just, I know you have lots of thoughts and lots of insight that you kind of want to, you know, share, share with the audience watching. Oh, Martin, um, you fix cars too? Wow, you got it all. 
<laughs> Your wife must love you. <laughs> it is. Well, wait till we get Martin on. We'll put Martin on the podcast and we'll do like, so, so in the comments, whoever's on right now, are you enjoying the dialogue with myself and, and Lisa right now? So if we can kind of hear your feedback, if this is working for you, if you're learning a lot, you know, or you think just her and I are talking, <laughs> you know, we'll get your comments. <laughs> but this is what it all, it's, it's about helping each other because because of situations in life, you know, I would have never met Lisa. We've never right. become really good friends. We would not like literally, we do talk for hours and that's not a lie. <laughs> <laughs> right, but we right. learn so much from each other and I see her stuff, you know, and I watch her, her up do Mondays. I see her stuff, you know, and we all help, we all help each other. And that's the way it should be. We're not in a competition. The only person you should be in competition with is yourself. Strive right. to be better than yourself every single day. Don't worry exactly. what everybody else is doing. If everybody's doing vivids and you don't do vivids, don't worry about it. Specialize in what you do. Like Lisa said earlier in the program, when you watch the replay, pick those things, how many, two, three things that you're really good at. So I'll let you kind of uh, reiterate that again, Lisa, just kind of what you said previously. Yeah, I mean, I I love doing hair. You know, when I went to beauty school, I just fell in love with it. I didn't know I would, but I really did. And I already had a uh, talent for it. Um, I wasn't afraid to do it. I think the biggest thing is don't be afraid to fail. You know, we mm -hmm. especially when you're learning how to do something, of course you're going to have fails. Do I have fails? Yes. Do I still have fails doing upstyles? Yeah, sometimes. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, you know, the biggest thing is like if, if I have a client and what's not, if something's not working, you know what, I'm not afraid to say, you know what, I got to take that out and I got to redo it because it's not doing what I want it to. And I'm just not worried about saying that, you know, um, because sometimes it happens. Sometimes it's just, it's not going, it's going south, you know, it's just not, it's not working the way I want to. The, you'll be quicker to just redo it than try to fix it you know, exactly, uh, later. exactly. But um, yeah. if, if something's not working, just take it out and start again. Um, mm -hmm. and, and you know what, you just can't be afraid that you're going to look bad or whatever, because you, you're, you're still, we still are human. We we're still mm -hmm. learning. Sometimes things go great. And sometimes they, you know, they don't go so great. No. It's how you, how you, uh, transition to keep going mm -hmm. when things are not going so exactly well fail, some, you're gonna mess up mm -hmm. no and sometimes yeah. that's why i find even with working on mannequins just working stuff out trying stuff out some new things may happen from that yeah from what you think is a mistake is actually a blessing in disguise but i always think like you say it's when the light bulb you know i mean he failed a thousand times but it was a thousand and one that it worked so he yep. just found a thousand he didn't fail he just found a thousand ways that weren't the right way <laughs> yeah that that didn't work you know what i mean and there's always yep. and you can pull inspiration from like everywhere ev you know everywhere uh type of yep. type of thing um it's really so, true and like what you said and what martine is saying is i learn mm -hmm. more from failing you mm -hmm. know than i do if everything went went great mm -hmm. i wouldn't know the aha moments or the why why that mm -hmm. happened and it makes you a better stylist so you know, sometimes, exactly. you know, the fail is it makes you a really better stylist. It's it's if you don't let it keep you down, 
You know, mm -hmm. if you don't, if, if you get a fail and you say, oh, I'm just going to quit. I'm going to quit. Exactly. I'm going to quit doing hair. You know, I had a terrible day. I'm just going to quit. Well, no, yeah. you can't let it do that. You know, if this is really what you want to do in mm -hmm. life, you have to get past that. You're like, yep, that was a messed up day. I'm just mm -hmm. going to keep going though. You know what? I'm going to, I learned from that. Exactly. And especially, especially hair color, you know? Yeah. I would um, learn it. Yeah. Thank Yeah. And lot, just thank, yeah. thank the situation. Yeah. Thank the person maybe in your head for giving you that challenge. Yeah. Because once you overcome that challenge, because when I was in hairdressing school, anything you hated, that's what they booked you with all day long. Oh. Not because they were, <laughs> right. they were nasty, but once you mastered it, it became nothing. So if you hated yes. winding perms, if you hated putting hair up, that's yes. all they would give you all day long. And with me, I trained with a world champion for two years with my license under Sassoon's system. And having a master that you learn under, this guy was tough. A lot of people quit. A lot of people cried. But if you could work through that, it makes you so much better. But that allowed me to be an educator, be a platform artist, be a celebrity stylist, because you have to be so much better. Yeah. People don't just fall. And all these people that think, oh, you're an overnight success, they don't know how many years it takes. They're like, well, yeah, Lisa does the easy up to because it's so easy. They don't know that Lisa practices over and over and over again before she even shows you stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because you know? before I video, I practice before mm -hmm. I video. And sometimes mm -hmm. I love when I can get one shot video where I only had to shoot it one time. And do it but once. Sometimes yeah. I've had to shoot it six, seven times because it wasn't quite what I wanted. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, yeah, you, you have to, like, everybody says, oh, you make it look so easy. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, that's because I do it, like, all the time. I practice, 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 mm -hmm. practice all the time. So, you know, that is the key. If you want to be successful at being a hair colorist, at being a cutter, at being an upstyle artist, even an educator, mm -hmm. you got to just drive. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You've got to do the work. You, there's nothing that comes easy. It all <laughs> takes work. You know, you have to want to do the work. You know, people, and I think that's what separates people from um, going beyond. You know, those who mm -hmm. really are like you and I and yeah. you know Martine here and I think Dennis and everybody and we, we all do yeah we all have to push we all have to you push have to through push. I don't think we're all amazing when I first started uh, nobody my family wouldn't even let me cut their hair until I started <laughs> winning all these competitions I competed yeah. I did competition for eight years. Then I had all these, oh, now they want me to touch them. You know, <laughs> right? but it wasn't that anything was really bad, but it's like everybody, but you constantly have to. And the, as soon as you get yourself to that next level, it makes you a better stylist. You always get, want to get a wow from your client. As soon as your client says, wow, that will always up your status. And by upping your status is by learning better technique, taking classes. The funny thing is, People don't want to pay for education, but they want to be able to, to learn from you for free and then charge the client and get the money from them. But they don't right. want to pay you to learn. <laughs> and then I've heard only 10% of stylists, mm -hmm. you know, really invest in education. That's sad. Exactly. If there's mm -hmm. only 10% and then, you know, you get 10%. Yeah, I share a lot of education on mm -hmm. online, you know, yes. but there's nothing like actually doing hands-on. There's mm -hmm. nothing really like it um, because you're going to actually learn. Somebody going to take your hand and show you how to pin. 
show you how to get that smooth texture. I mean, yeah, you can go on YouTube and you can go on mine and watch a five minute mm -hmm. video. You might have some, a lot of talent to be able just to whip that up, you know, mm -hmm. because you, you practice and stuff, yes. but there's nothing like investing in your education. Mm -hmm. I take classes all the time. I invest every year because like yeah. I said before, I want to be better than I was last year. Mm -hmm. I want to be a better yes. stylist. I want to be a better colorist. I want to be a better hair mm -hmm. cutter. I want to do really great work. So I invest in my education. And it's not only that, but I invest in relationships. I have mm. made so many relationships through education which is just amazing. And when I go to a class and I see these other people who invest in their class and we follow each other um, on Facebook, and it's mm -hmm. amazing because we all have a passion to learn. So exactly. It, yeah, yeah, just the, the connection you can make too. Um, and it makes me better because I like to hang around people who like mm -hmm. to be better. You know, who exactly, exactly. And that's what it is. Well, speaking of, you know, education, there's something big coming in June. <laughs> like so yes. everybody like premier orlando where i yeah. think when you go it's like old home week you yeah. either get to see the people you already know or you get to see all the people on social media and see that yes. they're real people you know exactly that exactly. everybody that you talk to it's like oh there's so-and-so there's so-and-so there's and you see them on stage you see them working you see them doing their stuff and it's say it's all about and that's the number one key even in business in life is always about relationships. If you yep. can master that, you've got it made and you'll have money for life because money comes through service. If you're just trying to sell, 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 it's not going to last. You're not gonna keep those clients. You need that relationship, that deep bond with them. You have to provide service in order to gain income because people are, yeah. are buying you, they're not buying the service. And if you right. recommend something, they're buying it because they trust and believe in you, not because of what they think the benefits of the product are, but it's more about you as an individual. And, and yep. knowing you're, you know, as I say, you pay thousands for school, you're the expert, be the expert. You know what I mean? Be the yep. only logical choice, be the one. And yeah, there may be five other hairstylists in the same block, they're not you. So right. don't worry about what they charge, don't worry about what kind of work they do, you'll draw the people to you who are supposed to be part of your tribe. Yeah, that's so true. You know what? It, like you said, don't compete with anybody. Just, mm -hmm. you know, compete with yourself to be better every time, you know? And I love, I love promoting people. I, mm -hmm. you know what? I love promoting other educators, other stylists, um, because I, I just think we all do better if we do that. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not, and I'm, and I'm not in competition with anybody. And you know what? I still have a ton of stuff to learn. There's mm -hmm. still a ton of stuff that I can learn. And there's some people that, you know, are just my dream um, classes that I've yet to take, yes. you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, so it's, um, it's awesome. Um, it's, it's just, you know, mm -hmm. you, you want, and to me, it keeps you motivated. Like, yes. it, it does. Learning, it just keeps you engaged in what you're doing. Mm -hmm. I think you don't get the burnout um, no, that, exactly. Yeah. And, and Martine says the same passion is key. And that's really what it is yeah. to beat burnout. You really have to keep yourself inspired. It's, it's when you kind of give up or you let life get you down. You constantly have to be that pioneer, create new things. You don't have to do what everybody else does. 
right? Denise says she needs a roommate for Orlando. So anybody watching this, <laughs> yes. make sure to friend, befriend Denise and, and check. So Lisa, are you actually on stage at Orlando or, or will you just be there? No, I'm just, uh, I'm just going to be watching. So Okay, um, I mean, and yeah, that in itself, and to now. feel that energy, and to yeah. feel, feel that stuff. I mean, and Martine, yeah, learning is vital. <laughs> Denise is laughing. But yeah, I mean, having tough masters, learning stuff like this. I mean, I hope everybody's enjoying what, what we put together tonight. And as I say, start listening to the Hairstylist Empowerment Podcast. It's not a plug, but it's only about helping. It's not about selling you anything. It's just we all want to band together. And as I say, if we can meet people, um, Martine can't go to, to Orlando this year, but hopefully there'll be other shows that are around that we'll kind of get to meet each other. And if we're there and you see, you know, myself, Lisa, whoever's coming, you know, say hi, say it's me. Yeah. <laughs> Chances yeah. are we all recognize each other from our pictures or from our, our things, but sometimes it's just nice to know and say, Hey, we're Facebook friends. You yes, know what I mean? Yes. Over this, over that, or hey, I saw Definitely. your video, or heard your podcast, or you know that that sort of thing as well. So yeah, as I say, so we put a shout out for you, Denise. If anybody's looking for a roommate, uh, Denise is looking. You know, hit her up. And then, as I say, it's great to kind of carpool, and that's what I did actually. The last year, we all rented like a uh, Airbnb. We got a group of us together. We all stayed there instead of a hotel. Had a great time. Made it made it a lot easier right? Oh, yeah. Um, and that's kind of nice. And you meet a lot of new people you wouldn't otherwise. And exactly. like you said, the relationships and the connections that you get. And that's kind of what we're doing now. We're connecting with each other, but we're also connecting with everybody also watching. So we're all this kind of little family tribe. We're all sharing yes. stuff. We're all doing things. You, you know what I mean? And, and uh, no, it's, it's amazing because I always get, I always start to buzz when you start feeling energy, especially from Lisa. <laughs> when we start talking, then we get wired, and then we can't stop. You're like, oh no, it's like, it's like 11 o'clock. <laughs> exactly. So now it's about 9.28, so we'll yeah. do it. We're going to wrap up probably, like, to say the two minutes. I'll get Lisa okay. to give some final words. And to say, if you really enjoyed this uh, Facebook Live and you want more, please say it in the comments. So if there's more stuff that you want, we'll be able to pro provide it for you. And hey, if you want to be on as a guest, we can kind of do that too. Um, there's lots of ways uh, we can do it. And if you kind of missed it, you can go back. Uh, fast forward a little bit because you'll just me sing, hey, where are you? <laughs> so just forward that, fast forward that part and you'll kind of see when, when Lisa Lisa gets there. We'll also upload this too to, um, to YouTube as well. So it's B Red Celebrity Tire Stylist if you go there, if you kind of want to see it, but we'll leave it on Facebook uh, live, live as well. Um, I like everybody for interacting, Martine, you know, Denise, everybody that kind of said hi, everybody that came on, but I'll let Lisa kind of close um, any inspiration she wants to share. But if you guys really like to comment now or just comment after, make sure to share like uh, this video and um, make sure to subscribe too to my page. So then that way, when we come on again, you'll, you'll know where we are. So I'll give it over to you now, Lisa, my beautiful okay. co-host. And uh, <laughs> I want, you want everybody to check out Martin Rod, uh, Rodriguez's page. He does great balayage. He has the color wand. Um, it's oh awesome. really? Yes. Oh wow! Awesome. Yeah, I already I already friended him. Check out, I already friended yes, him. So check out his yeah, page. I already put it out there right away. 
<laughs> yeah, he, and so it was great. He's great. Um, well, I just want to, you know, thanks, Brad, for having me on. I really appreciate it. And I always mm -hmm. love talking to you, too. And just getting to, you know, for people to know um, me and and looking, um, getting to know them, you know. Yes. So I love that, too. And I just want to say, you know, just, just, um, just always just inspire yourself. Just look at things that will inspire you. Um, go to classes, you know, um, really make connections with other stylists. Uh, if you're in haircutting, coloring, upstyling, um, I always love to help anybody. I have people that will contact me and they'll, they'll send me a picture like, how would you even start this, you know? And yeah. then so, um, but I love that because I love helping mm -hmm. people. I love just um, being in that kind of uh, arena where you can just really um, just feed off of each other and mm -hmm. just help, help each other. Um, because you know what, it's, it's just a, it's just a life journey and you're going to be learning so much. Things change so yeah. fast, technique changes, uh, technology changes. Mm -hmm. So just always keep yourself up to date. I think it keeps you from burnout. It'll keep you inspired and get around people that really love uh, what you love and people mm -hmm. that are really positive and and really will motivate you. Get a mentor if you don't have one. Find exactly. a mentor. Find somebody that you can really learn from. Um, mm -hmm. And it will just help you to grow just leaps and bounds. And even if they're a little tough, it'll, it'll make you Exactly, because they're going to push you. you. And once you hit that, once you hit that yes. brick wall, you need somebody that's going to push you, yes. you know, push you, push you right through that. You know as well and and everybody watching i'll let lisa continue but if you guys have i'd love to follow you so if you have an instagram or a facebook page kind of put it below so if you're watching live or you're watching the replay then we can kind of all let have us all connect we'll have our little community we'll we'll connect we'll get together we'll support each other um as i say because you may be able even if you don't do updos you may show us something maybe you're a great colors maybe you're a great hair you know, cutter, maybe you're good at blowouts, maybe you're amazing at something, but yes. it's kind of nice to see. And as I say, even if you guys, I think that's the best way as stylists now, we have to start putting out videos. We have to be a lot more visible. And, and just so people can see our work, don't worry what people say, just kind of get it, you know, just kind of get it out there. And like Lisa said, like everything's changing, things modify, but you know, it's like everything old becomes new again. So yes. take somebody from... To something from 20 years ago, they'll reinvent it, like the mullet, right? So the uh, mullet was yeah. out, but now they have a new version where it's heavily razored and but totally different, and they modernized it. So it's exactly the same with hair, unless you get classics, I think, like your French roll and some things like that, which are always a classic style, yes. which I think are your staple. It's one of your staple, I think, hairstylists, hairstyle that, yeah. that you do. Wave, finger waves never go out. Mm -hmm. They're always in. They'll just be modified. Um, so, yeah, you want to learn how, especially those basics, like how to do a French twist, uh, how mm -hmm. to do vintage waves. I mean, those are just going to be key. Um, but like I said about the mentor, I'm going to tell you a story about my son. My son is an uh, takes – he used to take art classes. He had mm -hmm. one teacher, and um, she would always say, oh, well, that's a great job, Seth. You did so good. Now, he had another teacher – that said, oh, you need to do this. This needs to be changed. You need to do this. You need to work on that. And he actually liked that teacher better because ah. he goes, mom, I, I, I'm a better artist because she tells me 
what I need to work on. So, you know, you don't need mentors that'll just say, oh, you did a great job. Oh, you did, you know, because you won't really learn. So if people are a little tough going, yeah, mm -hmm. you need to work on this. You need to do this. You need, you know, those are the really good teachers too, yes. because they actually push you to be better. Um, so yeah, I would definitely find, find somebody that, or even find a buddy, you know what, a buddy partner. I used to uh, yeah. have a stylist friend. We would get together and we'd do haircutting videos from Sassoon. Mm -hmm. He'd have Sassoon oh, videos. We both get mannequins and we both mm -hmm. would hang out together and, and just cut, you know, try to cut Sassoon hair. You know, so, mm -hmm. I mean, get a buddy that you can really hang out with that you're going to, you're going to do education together. So, you know, because that always makes you pussy, push each other. So yeah. that's, a, that's a good thing. But yeah, so I'm just and, like... and, and you hit on, yeah, you hit on a really great point, even for business, even for anything else. And I have that. I have an accountability partner, right? I am a mentor, but I also have a mentor. And, yeah. and that's really important. And that's how you push yourself. Somebody that cares enough to be tough on you. Somebody that also cares to build you up. Because if somebody builds you up with false hope and it's not great and they're telling you it's wonderful they're not really doing you a service, right? <laughs> you right. know, pers personally, but say, even if we don't have, like, say if, if Lisa and I were accounted, even though we're, I'm in Canada, she's in the U S you could still do it over zoom over Skype oh, yeah. over something and still yeah. share and say, Hey, Lisa, I'm having this problem. She'll say, Hey, Brad, you know, you did this modern vintage thing. How did you do that? I want to incorporate it in. You can still have accountability partners yep. even if you're not really in the same area which is wonderful if you can find somebody near you where you go to classes together you make each other accountable how many classes did you do this month or set how many classes am i do a month a year yep. and you set your budget for that and okay these are my top priorities i really want to learn up to styling yes. i really want to learn new color techniques i really want to learn color techniques because as I say, that's going to help you become a better stylist. You become a better stylist, you get more wows, you can increase your value, right? You exactly. can charge tons of money for, for work that's not even, you know, if you're doing, if you're charging, obviously, hundreds for a haircut that they can get at an $8 haircut place. <laughs> because you right. think you're wonderful, you know, right. yeah, you got to kind of take the blinders off and, and, and <laughs> just, just have somebody who's real and say, Hey, Lisa, you know, that thing you did, it wasn't yeah. really, but, but you're doing it in a kind, positive way. You're not exactly. doing it, you know, it's because you're helping them grow and they'll do the same, same for you. Like everybody, yeah. everybody on here. Um, vintage classes. So Martine, I actually will do some, I'm planning to do some online ones. So the work that I do is totally different than Lisa's and mine well, stuff good. is totally easy. Watch. And then you can see some of my stuff and we'll, we'll show you. So I use modern with vintage, uh, modern with vivids, right? So then the vivids, you get the color going through. I'll post some. So if we're friends now, Martine, I'll post some on my wall just for you. So you can see some of my work. You can also see it on Instagram, same name, B-Rad Celebrity Hairstylist. If you follow me there, you'll see some of my work towards the towards the bottom and then you'll get the link for the iTunes and all that kind of stuff as well. But anything we have, and if say, if you're great at balayage or color or the things that you do, I'd love to learn from you too. Most of my work is, is color. I do a lot of color. I do styling more for stage runway. And as I say, if people do like Halloween or they want something, but I work as a period artist, that's my thing. Right. So I like doing, cool. I like doing that, but I also like being very creative. And some of the stuff I've done, some of the stuff I've done, I, I weave for a show. I weaved her hair into a bird cage with a swinging bird. 
finished. Oh, cool. um, yeah. Somebody had a wedding. We put it up. I actually made it the hair into a heart inside a heart. Um, when Titanic was big, so I'll show you how old I am. Um, I actually made, <laughs> she had red hair like the one from the show, but we actually made her hair into waves at the bottom and then portholes coming oh, around wow. with the hair. So you can be very creative and still yeah. make it. Another girl, she was going to a picnic. I weaved the bottom into the basket and made the hair, popped the hair through and made it flowers coming out of the basket. Oh, wow. Right? So there's lots of things that you can be, but my thing is pin up, pin up and vintage. That's my yeah. thing that I love to do. Um, and we're going to start some, some bigger things with that as well. But as I say, that's why we're here to help each other. And if you yeah. guys have a live or you guys are doing stuff, I'd love to be involved. I'd love to follow you guys because we all learn everything. And I say, once you learn everything, then you might as well be done. Because I right. said, well, if I ever woke up and I didn't want to do this anymore, I wouldn't. Because if right. I'm not there 100% and present and mindful, I don't want to be thinking about what groceries I have to get, what things I have to do while where it becomes mechanical. Right. You really yeah. want that relationship with every single person you meet. And that's what it's going to make you most successful. That's probably your like million dollar secret is relationships. Once you have relationships with people, that's going to sustain you for life because they're going to be invested. They're invested yeah. in you because you're invested in them. Right. And it's less about the money, but as I say, it comes through service. So I'll let you kind of wrap up now, because if we, if not, we'll Again? just talk literally <laughs> till eleven o'clock, right? Right, right. <laughs> yeah. So everybody, uh, Denise Martin, po post your Instagram, post your Facebook pages, so that we can follow, and also anybody seeing the replay of this, they can also follow you guys as well. You know, yeah. just just to support each other, right? Like, yeah. comment, share, and we'll do it for all of you, you know, and, and that's what, what it's all about, creating a, a team of people. Doesn't have, I don't need 600 people watching, a thousand, even if we have a, a nice little core group, I'm happy with that too, that everybody that here is invested, they want to learn, they want to grow, they want to share, because we want to hear you guys kind of talk as much, you know, as we do, and we right. talk a lot, right. we more than you, but we talk a lot. <laughs> <laughs> But so I'll let what? you continue. I'll let you, you continue said, and I'll um, just listen. You said, yeah. you said about being mechanical. Your clients can even tell when you get mechanical. You know, they say mm -hmm. most clients will leave their hairstylist because their hairstylist won't give them anything new. They just mm -hmm. come in, you give them the same thing, same thing, because you're in that mode. You're just, you're just going through the motions, being mechanical. And even your clients, yeah. you know, they'll stay with you a long time, but even they get tired of that. They want something, you know, in, inspired, new, something mm -hmm. that you're going to do for them. So, you know, you, you got to be in that mindset to do that. Um, but yeah, you know what? It's, it's just uh, love what you do. Just, just love what mm -hmm. you do and just do things that will make you fall in love with what you do. You know, that's, mm -hmm. I think that's key. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to say that's all for tonight. <laughs> that's all I have for tonight. And, uh, I'm oh, you're, that's, that's the hook because now she leaves you with wanting more. Yeah. <laughs> so if you guys definitely want more, I think Lisa and I would be more than happy. I can't speak for her, but I think she would love to come back and connect with you guys again as well. It won't be every single day, but we'll set some dates ahead of time yeah. and then we can kind of have your questions ready. Anything you want to ask us about hair, about updos, about being a stylist, about life, just even us about as people, Yep. <laughs> you know, because so many people have issues like even 
as I say, not a plug, but even like this week on the hairstylist empowerment, it's all about anxiety, depression, like things like that. And I think those are things that a lot of us as stylists have. Yes. We, we deal with so many people. We take on a lot of their energy yes. and their stuff yeah. and it's not ours. So it really shows you in the podcast yeah. really what to do. And as I say, last week was on cybersecurity, how to protect yourself when you're in business. And then say before our first wonderful guest was Lisa. You know, I mean, she has a great, a great story and, and it's wonderful. So it's available on the podcast or on on, on YouTube. So we'll wrap it up now. I want to thank everybody for watching and uh, we'll connect next time. And then Lisa and I will kind of work, work something out. <laughs> Thanks everybody. Great okay. seeing you. Okay. <laughs> bye. bye. Have a great night. And if you're watching on the replay, yep. We'll say hi. See you next time. Okay. Happy styling. Hey, 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 it's B-Rad Celebrity Stylist, your host of the Hairstylist Empowerment Podcast. I am so glad you enjoyed today's episode, and I thank you for listening as well as your support. I have exciting news for all you hairstylists out there, as well as for your family and your friends. Imagine warm, sunny days, relaxing beaches, and a cool beverage in hand, all while being empowered in every area of your life. The Empowerment Cruise is coming for you. Days at sea, your life will get empowered by the top speakers and artists of transformation. This includes empowerment in your relationships, finances, career, spiritual awakening, mental clarity, social situation, meet the best of the best, as well as your health and well-being, finally have the body you desire. On the day on shore, you can explore the lands, you can be with your friends, your family, and your new friends that you just met on the Empowerment Cruise. For more information, just follow BRAD Celebrity Stylist on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, where I offer free online coaching. Would you like to be a guest on the show or even a speaker on the cruise? Just message me. Please like, share, follow, subscribe, and don't forget to turn on your notifications. See you next time.